Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us today as we interview our very first Olympian here on Pearls and Politics Podcast. We are so excited to welcome Arthur Flash Johnson. Thank you. Thank you, Kahala. Hello, Hello, Mr. Johnson. How are you? Or should I say it's, Coach Johnson? Well, Coach is good. Coach is, I've gotten used to the name of Coach after all these years. Um, it is great to be here. I am Definitely elated to be here. So it's uh, certainly an exciting time. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are excited to have you. We have never had an Olympian okay. here on Pros and Politics Podcast. And we love all things sports and we love all things East St. Louis and yes. we love people. So we are so happy to have you today. So let's get into it. My pleasure. My honor. My pleasure. For sure. Please tell us all about Arthur Flash Johnson. Well, Arthur Flash Johnson is a kid, uh, before he was Arthur Flash Johnson, um, nicknamed uh, Gobble. And uh, <laughs> I didn't even expect to say that, but that was my nickname, Gobble. I walked the streets of East St. Louis. Uh, and to make a long story short, uh, boxing was introduced to me at first, uh, perhaps around nine or 10. And uh, it was shortly after that that I would start competing uh, start boxing at age 12, but um, where I grew up was um, the first place I remember living in East St. Louis, Illinois, was on Missouri Avenue, and mm -hmm. I still remember the address to this day. It was 1705, and from there, um, we uh, moved around uh, in the area, in the community, and I ended up being on Bond Avenue uh, for the uh, for the the most memorable part of my young life, uh, where I went to uh, Lincoln High School, which was right across the street yes. from right, from the Fellow projects. Fellow Tiger, yeah. that's right. <laughs> from the projects, and uh, and so it was from there uh, that um, uh, the boxing uh, career uh, started to take form. And uh, again, to make a long story short, um, I competed uh, as an amateur uh, from an amateur. Um, and went to, of course, the Olympics uh, was in uh, 1988. I was, a, I was a part of one of the most exciting uh, United States boxing team uh, in history. And uh, part of that team was um, we, we brought home uh, uh, a great amount of medals. And uh, I advanced to round 16 in the Olympics. But prior to that, I, um, as a fighter, as an amateur fighter, I mounted more national titles than anyone in the history of the of the boxing game did, and so um, I think the the number of title was twelve, and um, it was wow. an exciting point from there, um, winning a gold medal in the uh, Goodwill Games, and uh, uh, just just a number amount of things that uh, even at this point. Uh, in my life, you know, as you move forward, uh, memory becomes a little cloudy, but uh, without question, uh, the, the national titles, uh, that record that, that I, I've known has 
stand and still stands to this day uh, some 30 some years ago when it was set. So, um, so boxing has really been good uh, uh, to me. And I've had the pleasure of just uh, meeting uh, a lot of the folks that I looked up to, uh, the Sugar Ray Leonard's, the Muhammad Ali's. In fact, Ali uh, was a, a part, I, I came from that lineage, Ali wow. lineage, where uh, Mr. Angelo Dundee uh, was my manager. And if anyone know anything about boxing, then they know who that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he... He worked with George Foreman. He worked with, as I mentioned, Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, and just a load of others. And the list goes on and on. And I think I probably was the last big name that he had. Um, uh, and I retired in 2003. would have been my last uh, boxing match. But uh, uh, so that's, that's kind of uh, basically um, in short form um, the, the story, as I mentioned uh, winning a total of four world titles, uh, th- uh, three as a pro, one as an amateur. Um, and, and in addition to that, um, th- there's other things attached to me, like music and things like that. And uh, I, I've always loved music, and 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 I've had uh, the pleasure of, you know, doing a, a few uh, successful uh, uh, songs that has uh, one, which uh, it's called "Time Is Changing," has amounted over um, uh, half a million streams. So it's just been a wow. real good uh, uh, real good thing when you really think about it, um, the, the doors that boxing open. And, and mm-hmm. uh, for some, you know, for, for some, some would say, well, you know, maybe he's a boxer just trying to do it. So I, I like to not think of myself <laughs> as trying to do something. Oh, no, uh, you did that. <laughs> so, so actually doing it. So. So that's that's a little bit about Arthur. That's a little bit about Arthur Johnson. Of course, I got the name Arthur Flash from uh, competing in the uh, Olympic, uh, uh, the Good World Games. I say the Good World Games, and uh, the people gave me the name. They gave me the name Flash, and and it just kind of stuck with me. And to this day, um, a lot of kids say, hey, "Coach, Coach Arthur, Coach Flash," you know. Um, so that that's a name that stuck with me. Um, I'm very thankful for um, uh, a good nickname. And say, so why would they call you Flash? Well, I think uh, the speed of, of my hands mm-hmm. would, would probably attribute to that. I was going to say, that's <laughs> probably quite clear. You can think of why a boxer would be Flash. And I can only imagine that you had, what we say, you had them hands. You had them hands. So that's awesome. But you also have, in addition to a wonderful boxing career, mm-hmm. you have an amazing family. Thank you. You Thank have you. an amazing family. So that's where... It's kind of two connections that we yeah. have in mm-hmm. terms of how we know each other. Yes, yes. And that's absolutely your beautiful daughter, Arita, Arita. who right. is a lawyer, and she's right. an amazing young lawyer. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I knew mm-hmm. that you were a boxing coach and mm-hmm. that you were into boxing because, I mean, everybody who knows Arita knows her daddy, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's when I reached out to you. I got your information and reached out to you in terms of helping my son during that period. Yes. And so that's kind of how we know each other. And then we've remained connected kind of through mm-hmm. social media. And I was like, oh, my goodness, it would be so wonderful to have 
I want to say Mr. Johnson because that's what he just said, but Coach Johnson on the podcast because so many people yeah. love boxing, right? Yes. And yes. then we love Olympians and, you know, the work ethic and everything that it takes mm -hmm. to get to where you are and the heights that you have reached. And so to have you come on and share with our listening and viewing audience, My you pleasure. know, your life, your story and what you're doing now. So kind of shift us or pivot us from your retirement into what you're doing now. Well, uh, and I might have to pivot just a little bit past 203 uh, because the foundation was established in 201. Okay. So in 201, we started doing these uh, amateur boxing shows, my wife and I. And we did this because we wanted to give back to our community. And I, I thought that would be a nice way to start it. Mm -hmm. And um, And so when we started it, uh, we we had the idea. We had the idea that someday we can make this a really uh, uh, big thing. We could we could really help a lot of the kids in the community, mm -hmm. and and from that, you know, that's exactly what happened. It grew. You know, uh, God just you know breathed on it, mm -hmm. and um, I could not. Yeah, I could not tell you how many kids that we've worked with over the years. There's been just hundreds upon hundreds, perhaps thousands, um, that we've had the pleasure of working with and, and directing their pathway and giving them uh, some positive outlets. And so um, that's um, the thing that basically, you know, started it all uh, was when right before I retired, we uh, started that foundation in 2001 because I knew that we were going to um, be giving back to our community. Uh, I had a heart desire to get back within that capacity. And, um, and so it, just from there, it's, it's grown. Um, up to date, uh, we've created, uh, we were part of creating five Golden Glove champions, two world champions. And so as we wow. continue to uh, move forward uh, with uh, the organization, great things are happening. We uh, we also um, host uh, what is called like a round table through uh, our program. Uh, we take time out where we um, have a round table and really want to discuss what's on their mind and um, how they can um, better uh, do things uh, that they desire to do in terms of uh, just moving forward in life period because, you know, boxing uh, is, is one of those things where um, there's not 100% uh, guarantee with anything, of course, in boxing, especially that um, less than uh, a small percentage makes it. Um, and uh, when we talk about small percentage, that small percentage is more like one, mm. one percent. Um, and that's for, for any kid who does sports, period. Mm -hmm. um, less than one percent actually make it to, to, the, to the top. Uh, and so, but if we can take uh, life's experiences and give them uh, the hope that they need through those experiences, uh, well, then boxing will serve its purpose because we certainly do it through the platform of boxing. Okay. Yeah. So I won't even ask um, why a boxing gym because you've already basically told us why, but tell us why you chose East St. Louis. Because it's easy to say, oh, because, oh, you can assume that Kyle, because that's where he's from. But not always. Sure. So 
I know that you have a real reason why you chose yeah. East St. Louis. So please tell us about that. East St. Louis is where, again, I was raised. And um, I had a chance to see the world mm -hmm. uh, from my little boy's eyes growing up. Um, I always dreamed that I would uh, accomplish uh, those goals. And I think um, anyone who's coming from a place um, like East St. Louis uh, has to have that killer desire mm -hmm. and heart-wrenching desire uh, to want to be the very best that they can be. And and uh, I, I tell kids even today, uh, if you don't see it, I promise you, you're never going to be it. So you have to be able to see farther than where, where you are. And and so I've been fortunate um, to been able to do that. And, and, and so have there been many others. Um, but, but East St. Louis for me is, is home. It really is. I could go a whole lot of places. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, even, uh, to this day, there's, uh, being a gem made in my honor over in, uh, Sudan, Africa. And, and, uh, um, but no matter where I've that's gone, amazing. no matter where I've gone, I, that's been home for me. Uh, and, that is just where my, where my heart has been parked. My my heart is there, and and so it's when I'm working there. It's when I'm working with those kids. It's when I am uh, giving. Uh, I would like to say winning advice to these kids. Uh, that's when I'm complete. That's when I'm complete um, because I know I'm doing what uh, I'm purposed to do, and. Um, there's a lot to be said about doing what your purpose to do. When you're doing what your purpose to do, I don't think you'll ever fall because there is purpose for it. And these kids have learned and gained a lot from it. And, and my heart is really filled, filled with that. And I hope that they can someday give back. Absolutely. You said so many wonderful things in that because again people assume it's just about where you're from and you've articulated that clearly that's not it because what did you say they're paying tribute to you in places even outside of the country and you honestly with everything that you've done and the reputation that precedes you you literally could do that anywhere what you're doing in East St. Louis you could do anywhere but you want to give that winning advice so again, I keep saying I'm gonna get myself a pen and, <laughs> and a piece of paper to write down these nuggets that I get from people that I interview. But that is so wonderful that you wanna give winning advice yes. because so many times in communities, not just East St. Louis, yes, it yes. does it can be anywhere. There are impoverished places everywhere. Yes. There's a, a ghetto everywhere. There's, you know, whatever. But for you to say, I want to take what God has given me. Yes. I want to take everything that I've learned and I want to give winning advice. So that's advice for you to win, yes. which in order for me to give it, there has to be a desire in me yes. for you to win and to know that there is a place and a space yes. and loving people who want to see the children and the young people in that environment and environments all over because all of your um, boxes are not just from East St. Louis, right, right? Right, right. They're from the community. They're from the area. We got them from, they travel from as far as Centralia, Illinois. I mean, that's, wow, maybe an hour and a half away, mm -hmm. a couple of hours away. 
Uh, they could they they travel from different places, St. Louis. They tra- travel from just all around the community, and it's hard to not take it personally. And <laughs> I I sometimes take it personally. You're not supposed to take it personally. Uh, at least that's the advice that I love to give to other coaches when I'm doing uh, any kind of conference or whatever. But uh, it's hard to not take it personally. I had, if I can tell this one story, I had this one kid Absolutely. who had lost his first five bouts, first five bouts. And I was so, I, I had got, because I wanted him to win so, uh, so much that I could taste it. And uh, my, my other coach, uh, his name is Ernest Rice Bay, and he kind of reminds me of this story. He said, man, at the end of that fight, he says, and the fight, that, that last fight that they lost, which, which attributed to five, five in a row. And I, he said, you could see the look on your face. And he said, man, uh, so when you came up, when he came up for bout number six, uh, you said something to him. And I said to him, I said to him, I said, you know what? I'm not supposed to take it personally, but this was personal. <laughs> You're not losing anymore. Okay. That's this is, right. This is it. This is it. And, you know, he set a record, tied one of the records that I set, but it didn't get any exposure because it wasn't a national tournament. But he knocked the guy out in 10 seconds. And oh, I, he meant you <laughs> meant it, he meant it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he knocked the guy out in 10 seconds. And uh, it, was, it was incredible uh, simply because, you know, when you work with a kid, and you you pour your all into it. When I, a lot of times when I when I do go home, I am I am tired and I don't really uh, maybe you know maybe look like it right off the the back if you would say uh, if if I could say it that way. Um, but when I start to unwind, I say, "Oh man, I'm tired." <laughs> so because you, you've given everything you know that you have, and you're you pouring. Want, yeah, and you want them. You want them to be the best they can be. And when this is over with, um, you know, I, I, hopefully we've created uh, the uh, within um, the framework that we've done. We've created everything we're supposed to. Uh, and, and, and the hope for me is that uh, relationships is established mm-hmm. uh, with those kids and the, and the people in the community and, and perhaps maybe someday giving back, whether it's here or somewhere else. Um, but that they do give back. That's that's the hope. So we already talked about like where your boxers come from. Yes. So you said they come from all over the region. So let us know like what are their ages and what are their levels of skill? Because obviously we want people to come because the name of your gym is? Flash Boxing and Activity Center. Yes. See, and the address? The address is 1721 State Street in East St. Louis. It's the busiest street in East St. Louis. It's State Street. You can never not forget that. That's right. So we want people to come and to bring their children or themselves, right? So we know where they come from, but what are the ages Mm -hmm. of the people that you train and what are their levels of skill? Like, do I have to have these hands first or can I be like a beginner? Can I come? Like, who are your your boxers? Absolutely. We start at eight years old, eight years old, eight years old, all the way up until I've had people in their uh, late 30s, uh, early 40s. Um, but we start at eight. Okay. And what we first basically do is 
I take you through a personal training aspect first because uh, that's the first part of it. You want to uh, basically go through that uh, because that prepares you for uh, the boxing part of it. And uh, that very basic fundamental part of the sport is very vital to success in the sport. And so we start them off there. Um, they could be, again, eight years old, nine, okay. 10, and all the way up um, okay. to their 40s and 50s um, for the most part. And um, so how do we uh, do what it is that we hope to do to get them to that success? Well, we're going to introduce them uh, to the sport. First of all, okay. the first basic uh, punches in boxing is that's, that's, there's three, three of them. One is the jab, the other is the right hand, and the last one is the hook. And so we work on those things for the first uh, few weeks, and then that just kind of catches on, and then we start adding on, adding on to it. Now the different levels, uh, the different levels. That's that's all um, uh, a time thing. That has to do with um, it has to do with the time that each individual puts in, which determines the levels that they eventually get to. For me, I don't allow people to compete uh, for my gym unless they've been there for like six months. Now, I've had I've had uh, kids to do it in three months, but those were kids that that were a little older, um, a little more you know experienced uh, in terms of uh, their ability to be able to do certain things, uh, make certain things happen. Um, uh, within the confines of the squared circle, meaning the boxing <laughs> ring. Uh, so, and they've been able to, to, to do that. Now, I've not had very many to compete after three months, but I've had a couple. Uh, but generally speaking, I, I, I'm going to work with you for about six months before I put you put you in a competition for with sure. somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you train ladies? I do. I do. And I have been getting quite a few... Young ladies coming through, and as a matter of fact, I've gotten I've got two uh, Golden Glove champions who are female, and just this last awesome. yeah, just this last week, uh, Miss Renata Renata Harper has uh, won uh, the Golden Glove. She also just won just this past week, as I just stated, uh, in a competition that took place at the Heritage Center. Mm -hmm. uh, she just won, and. Uh, uh, she is one that I am looking forward to taking to the national tournament along with another uh, one of the young men by the name of Daniel Nolan uh, that will be traveling to Lubbock, Texas. Uh, and that's this is going to be uh, actually not the first time that I've taken a kid to a national tournament, probably third time or so um, in our in our four year stay at this center uh, that we are going to be taking these kids uh, to national tournament. And the hope behind the national tournament is to get them uh, competing uh, with hopes of them breaking into rankings. And when I want to say rankings, okay. uh, establishing themselves as uh, someone to be uh, considered uh, for an Olympic team. And it's been a long mm -hmm. time uh, since someone uh, made an Olympic boxing team for me, St. Louis, uh, too long, way too long to. Uh, I like that. Yeah, too so long. Way too long. I, I, so, I see it in your eyes. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's been way too long. We working on it. Yeah, it's been. Right. I agree. Right. So we we, we want to see uh, this happen. And uh, again, it's it's all with the hope of 
them someday uh, passing it on. And uh, uh, I often say to, to, to the kids, I say to a lot of people that probably know me, listen, if, if what you build dies when you die, then you've built nothing. You've built, you built nothing. nothing. Uh, so you, you, you want it to go past you. You want it to go farther. And, and uh, that excites me when I, I think about mm. these kids have an opportunity. And it wasn't an easy thing to, to build this uh, center. It wasn't easy to establish this template for these kids. But it's been done now. So now we move forward. Now we'll go on to the next thing. Just expand. Yeah. Now we're going to the next thing. And uh, we, yes, and we, 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 we're looking forward to making it happen. And, and I told them, listen, uh, like I used to tell my kids, and you mentioned about my family, uh, and I'm so proud of my family. I mean, my wife and I have done, uh, I think, its best job that we An amazing we, job. As <laughs> best we An could do. An amazing job. I, I love her. Uh, she's, she's uh, as a matter of fact, she's sitting over right there in the, the chair. Um, but I, I love her dearly. Uh, just a very smart woman. Um, she worked with the federal banks for a lot of years. Uh, of course, uh, Rita, your friend. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. She's the um, uh, assistant attorney general, state of Illinois. Uh, my other daughter works in the medical field, and my son Arthur Jr. is a big time musician. He's so big time. I don't know what. To do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love do. it. I just I love don't it. Even, I don't even know what else to say. But uh, you know, it's just uh, you know to to. Have a family uh, of such. Um, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful uh, to God for that. And and um, they, um, I think they take on a, a lot of the uh, the things that their mom and me have have shared with the community. Clearly, and, and, and I think they share that with the community as well. So long after I'm gone, I'd I, I hope that uh, they can uh, continue to move the uh, uh, foundation forward. Absolutely, your legacy. You know in and out of the ring will continue for for a long time i can just see it thank you so how how do we reach you like if we want our child to train under coach flash johnson mm -hmm. like do we call do we stop sure. by the gym how do we reach you yes we uh, well let me let me give you this number um actually it's the number to the center of the flash boxing activity center now you can also find us on facebook if you go Arthur Johnson Foundation on Facebook, and uh, it'll bring it right up. It might even show a little of the, uh, a lot of the things that we've done, you know, in the community. Uh, Find them on Facebook. So uh -huh. 618-857-2740. That is the number to the center. Okay. So 618-857-2740. And we are working on having our site put back up. And so it will be the Arthur Johnson Foundation uh, you just go authorjohnsonfoundation.org. So yeah, we're, we're hoping to have the, the, the website rebooted um, uh, any day now, uh, and it will be authorjohnsonfoundation.org. And um, hopefully, uh, you go on there. And uh, we 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 are we're excited about uh, the center and what we're doing. We have our own brand, of course. It's called Flashware um, for people who uh, need boxing equipment, who would need headgears, mouthpiece. And we, I mean, why should they go to any place else and get any boxing equipment when they can get it? When right you can there? get flash, <laughs> why, why would you do anything else? Like, absolutely. I agree 100%. Awesome. 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 So it, it's just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I, I, you know, I stay excited. You know, my, my, my manager used to say to me, uh, because if you if if you know, 
uh, one of the things I mentioned was that I was the last name for him. I was the last big name he had. And he would say to me, Arthur, you excite me. You excite <laughs> me. I do. I get, to, I get excited all over again. So when a new kid comes into my gym, they excite you. That excites me. <laughs> it excites me. So I'm, I'm, I'm elated. Uh, I really am. And, um, you know, we, we, we work with a lot of the kids in the community. It's a lot of, uh, for them, I hope that we are, are, you know, doing it as much justice as we can. Um, I definitely fought for the fairness um, for these kids to compete in this national tournament that we're going to be going to in December. I, we fought like heck, heck for that. And, and so they're going to get an opportunity. They're going to get an opportunity to be noted by the country, noted by uh, hopefully the world. And that's, uh, that's, that's the goal. Why do something and do it half-hearted? No. <laughs> so, you just can't do it any other way. Yeah. It has to be 100% yeah, so. all in with integrity yes. and with passion. Yes. And it's so clear that you are so passionate yeah. about what you do, yes. um, about your city, about your gym, and most importantly, the children and the the young people and the men and women that you train. Because Absolutely. without the passion, there there's something huge missing. Yes. And so many people can be imperfect but passionate. Yes. And it can go a really long way. So yes. the fact that you have a desire to impart, to give that winning advice, mm -hmm. and to pour back into people and your community is yes. just absolutely amazing which is why I wanted you to come oh, today you. and talk to us and talk to us about boxing and community and family. Yes. Um, again, I, I think you have an amazing family. Thank you. And Thank you. that is something that you're very passionate about. Yes. And again, you look and you see the fruit, mm. right? And so does a person have good fruit or do they have rotten fruit? And you and your wife have really good fruit. Thank you. So that speaks volumes about you. Thank you. And then the current generation of your fruit and then the fruit that's going to come from them. Thank you. It, it's up from here. Like yeah. it's clear. It's yes. so clear. And so we are so happy for everything that you're doing with your um, boxing gym and activity center. And um, we want everybody to yes. Find them on Facebook. Um, we want everyone to give them a call because, again, it's I think boxing and I've never done it myself. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about it, though. Um, <laughs> it seems to be a very disciplined sport. It is. And it is. without the discipline, you just I feel like you won't be successful. And I think so many times we as individuals mm -hmm. lack discipline. So I have a tendency to I gravitate toward this. My father was very disciplined. Mm -hmm. So then I, I married someone who was very disciplined. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. Rita knows my, my husband very well, Judge Clay. He is very disciplined. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get there. And yeah. he's like disciplined in everything. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm disciplined in what I want to be disciplined in. <laughs> And I want to do better. So I'm yeah. like, maybe I need to start boxing or something. Yeah. Maybe I need to pick up something else like I have time. But yes. maybe I need to pick up something else because I think, especially for our children, yeah. in 2022, yeah. with all the things that are going on in the world mm -hmm. and so many, like, distractions and so many, it discipline can also be pulled into focus. Yeah. And I think that's very important because, again, 
when you're not disciplined, you just like flapping in the wind. You're like what my line sister says, you're like a leaf blowing in the wind. And so I think your everything that you're doing and everything that you're imparting into these boys and girls and men and women is really helping them become better them. Yes. Winners with yes. your winning advice. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that, uh, as my wife would always put it, you know, this is really your ministry. This is really where you work at. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in addition to that, I, I, you know, I am a minister. I am a pastor. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, boxing uh, has been used as a platform mm-hmm. uh, for me to be able to administer the things um, of value to these kids. And um, uh, I'm, I'm thankful. Uh, yeah, have there been some difficult ones? There definitely have been some difficult ones. I could think of just right off the top of my head, one <laughs> name comes to my mind. But uh, in any event, uh, at the end of the day, when that kid leaves and he says, Coach, I love you. I know, man, I'm, that's something. Mm. Because, um, you know, life itself, um, it, it's really, we can't take it for granted. And, um, and here's, a, here's a kid that's said to me uh, many times, you know, that um, I'm, I'm probably going to get hurt in these streets. And to, to know that I'm getting to that kid, that I'm reaching uh, in a place where maybe those around him are, um, haven't been able to reach, mm-hmm. but I'm able to do it through boxing. So, um, and that kid says to me at the end of the day, Coach, I love you. I, you know, that's it's worth it. It's worth it. And so, uh, and not only him, there's, 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 there's a few others, uh, but um, that, is, that is the mission. Um, are all of them going to be champions? I would hope for all of them to be champions in some way or, or another. another. Some way or another, boxing is a is is a tough sport, and so as you pointed out, you have to be disciplined. You cannot do this without being Discipline. disciplined. I mean, you can try, because <laughs> there's been many to try to do it without discipline. It doesn't work. No, if you if you're not disciplined, you're not going to get the success. And I've I've had some people uh, to to try out, and then at the point discover how disciplined it is. And they said, mm, "Not for me. Don't know. I want to do <laughs> Not <that."> for me, <laughs> right? So, but I am. I'm thankful that those who who really wanted to uh, aspire to do something at it, um, that they had that chance. They were given that opportunity, and um, I was glad to see them pour their all into it because that's what it would make you do. It's so much like life. Mm-hmm. There's the knockdown. Don't we all get knocked down in life? Or oh, we have to get up. Uh, there, yes. are, there are the knockdowns where sometimes the count is up to seven, eight, nine. nine. But we have to get up before 10. Mm-hmm. And so it wow. is so much like life. And to have uh, those things uh, working uh, in that fashion to be able to um, help a kid in life, period, to let them know that, uh, hey, um, this is this is not easy. I would I, 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 let me add this. I just want to say this. And when I said this is not easy, I had a flashback. Just then, my manager would always say to me, Arthur, <laughs> Arthur, 
This is not easy. If it were, then everybody would be doing it. And so I pass a lot of the things on that was taught to me uh, over the years. And there's so much of a true uh, saying to, to it all. It is not easy. But one step at a time, as one friend mentioned to me the other day, Arthur, one inch at a time. And sometimes that's what it starts with is one inch at a time. Mm -hmm. And you just keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up. Just like in life, keep showing up, keep showing up. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the, the gist of it all for me. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was wonderful. Yeah. And we thank you so much for coming on to Pros and Politics Podcast today. My pleasure. Um, we are going to keep showing up. And I know you're going to keep showing up Absolutely. and together we will keep showing up for our community Absolutely. and these children and just everyone in general, because you are needed. Yes. What you're doing is needed. It is seen and it is valued. And so we're going to keep showing up. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Will you come back? Absolutely. I'll come back. And uh, we'll, we'll come back once this song hit a million streams. We'll come back. <laughs> what song is that? That's quite a few of them. I'm, 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 I'm lovely, a crazy musician, but, uh, uh, you know, that boxing, it, it just kind of prepared you for, for everything. If for you everything. can, uh, you know, my, the guy who started me off said, hey, if you can box, you can do anything. I, I mean, I was one of the kids that actually believed that. And look at you now. Like, <laughs> and look at you now. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate right. you and all that you're doing. And we can't wait for you to come back. All right. Absolutely. And thank you, thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll join us again next week. In the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you then. Thank you. Thanks.